Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. We're the folks that can help you find the method of the madness. Reason and the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. And remember this, uh, we do have a voicemail and you can call in to let us know what you think, what stories and conspiracies we should cover. And that number is 833-492-4442. Again, that is 833-492-4442. Aaron and Bob, how y'all doing? Doing good. fantastic. Good, buddy. Coming off a pretty good bender myself. Feeling good. <laughs> uh, exciting. Say, tell me more. No. Oh, okay. I was just kidding. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You guys, hey, I believe you're, uh, you're starting off the evening. Yeah. Did you hear the news? What, what news? What, what news? The Neil deGrasse Tyson, the smartest man on earth. Is uh, told us that NASA it's going to hit day before the election. Oh no! As if the election wasn't going to end the world. Yeah, dude, it's so <laughs> funny because he posted this on Instagram with the shittiest photo at like the shittiest like Photoshop thing I've ever seen of like two asteroids. Looks like they're zooming away from Earth because they have like trails like they're zooming away from Earth. So I don't know That's how. A good point. Yeah, I don't know how they're supposed to hit the planet, but then of course the hill because they're retarded says that it's a photo which it's clearly not it's, it's not a fo- that's not a photograph it's it's a picture drawn right out I of think your they imagination what, i think when they see on instagram the uh share photo or the post photo uh option that they they think that that is what a photo is that a photo is synonymous with picture or image or visual yeah, yeah they screen grabbed an image so they took a photo of an image <laughs> it's a photo of an image so you know it's, it's technically a photo, but yeah, so, uh, so, so wait, so you don't sound particularly uh, scared of this existential threat from the universe. I, a, no, no, there's no, no asteroid's going to ever hit the earth and blow up the earth, guys. It's never going to happen. How, how large is this asteroid? A tiny. It's of course, that's when you read down, it's <laughs> six and a half feet uh, wide, but they, and it. And even if it hits us, it's going to burn up in the astro- in the atmosphere, which means it's... Isn't that just what shooting stars are? They happen all the fucking time? You know, I was really expecting Meteor 2020 to really win this one out, and I'm really disappointed. And I, There's only one person you can blame, right? Who's that? Neil deGrasse Donald fucking Trump. Tyson. Fuck this guy. He's oh, giving oh, our fucking okay. hopes and dreams up. Piece of shit. I, he's, such a, he's, he's the worst. I hate him and <laughs> Bill Nye, and all those like fake science celebrities are the... It's the stupidest thing ever. And then people act like they actually know what they're fucking talking about. And they're not just, like, entertainment for, like, they're an ad for NASA. Like, that's what they are. So so what's what, what's the difference between uh, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson or Bill Nye, the science guy, uh, who, who are, again, science celebrities, and uh, someone who's, uh, say, in an administrative position or more of a, a uh, an official rather than an expert, such as... Uh, a Dr. Anthony Fauci or, uh, you know, someone else in, in that vein. Like a Bill Gates. Bill Bill Gates is like a, he's a science uh, celebrity, right? What, what's the difference, uh, you know, so far as expertise level he's between a billionaire these types of individuals? He's a billionaire philanthropist and he's a medical professional. I don't know why you're saying science celebrity. He's legitimately a medical professional. Didn't you guys know that? Well, yeah, he kind of is, technically. If by, by that... Te- Definition, he really is a medical professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he's not some, a some doctor. Friends, 
he's not a doctor, but he owns like a research company and a like and a pharmaceutical company that makes him a medical professional. Yeah, if the guy owns a hospital, he's a medical <laughs> professional. Like, <laughs> yeah. Basically, so some friends on Discord this morning. So some friends on Discord this morning organically found out about the uh, the, the whole um, the vaccine caused uh, spread of polio or like a vaccine yeah caused cases of polio in uh, what was it Uganda. Wait, who are these people? So who, who are these? What is this group? Explain this group to me before I know what that. Because I bet if you just tell me what the group is like that discovered this organically, I I wonder if I can guess the reaction. So, oh, um, it's a group of inter- long-time internet friends, uh, originally from um, the various anime parody YouTube forum stuff back in the day. Okay, so anime kids. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, that's hard. I don't know which kind of... Like, degenerate Tumblr anime or degenerate I, I, 4chan anime? Like, what Hold kind on. of anime guys are you talking about here? I, I uh, believe I believe I know how they came around. people. I... I, I know how they got to this organically, by the way. How? And do Go you on. know, Josh? I don't think I do. I think I just like the. It was like 8 a.m. this morning and somebody was posting about it. Oh, because it was literally talked about on the Joe Rogan experience with Alex Jones. Like, oh, oh, shit. <laughs> they, they literally talked about it and Joe Rogan was like, no, we can't we can't spread misinformation. So Jamie looked it up and he actually looked it up and he's like, holy shit, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, that would totally make sense. God, it was such a cuck. Uh, yeah. You can't spread misinformation. It, yeah, it, it was a pretty bad episode, all in all. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Alex, Alex still got some pretty good truth bombs out there that is totally going to get some censorship um, power thrown over onto like Joe Rogan at this point, I think. Joe because, Rogan like, is was, the best evidence to say that there's a link between man and ape. Like <laughs> he is the missing link there. Like he, it's insane. Like a literal fucking gorilla. He, he's such a retard. I can't take listening to that show. Hey, I, I like the occasional episode. Smoke some weed. Here, I'm gonna ask you the most kindergarten questions ever. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. It. I'm just saying. This is where normies find out. Like that is, Bill Gates. Yeah, right, no, is literally I, I, the I scrolled, devil. I scrolled up so. actually, and it was a. Uh, it was um, a. Uh, a tweet with a screenshot of the Joe Rogan episode uh, that uh, and also like the UN article itself, like uh, a slightly more official source talking about it. It is a gateway um, to getting red pill. I mean, that's where I, uh, it was like yeah. when, when you start listening to like him and like uh, Jordan Peterson and like, then maybe if you get real interested in it, you, you listen to like a Stefan Molyneux, uh, like dumbass, yeah. like philosophical point. I, I wouldn't even say red pill. I just like whatever conspiracy pill it is, which is like what black. No, yeah, black pill. That's not black pill. That's moon pill. Kind of. Black pill is moon like black fuck the government. Like black pills yeah. purely fuck the government. I think. I don't know. Or too many um, pills out there. There's too many pills, guys. I yeah. You gotta stop calling anything pills. I think it just sounded uh, too gay pharma's... even saying it. Yeah, it's a big <laughs> pharma conspiracy to make everything something pilled. I believe black pills are in regards to like everything kind of sucks, like nihilistic kind of yes. shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not really uh, it's conspiracy a or particularly cynical. Ver- like it's kind of a red pill uh, squared. It's particular, even more cynical <laughs> version, but to the point of believing conspiracy theories that the world's out to get you is uh, okay. how I. Okay, so it. like the Doomer conspiracy guys. 
Yeah. Pretty much. I'm not bad. I'm fairly optimistic. I just think it's, yeah, I think it's all crumbling, but only the re- it's only going to affect you if you partake. Like, Okay. Okay, so so is uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson made this this uh, announcement this week, this apocalyptic announcement this week? Um, yeah, that an asteroid might was... hit and then burn out in the atmosphere. It has a 041 percent chance. Just so you know that he's real scientific, because he's gotten it down to the nearest hundredth percentile chance. He's done the math. Uh, that was the that was the NASA astro- asteroid watch. Uh, excuse you, doing their their due diligence to. But that's what I'm talking us, about. Uh, like, protect us. They give you a a thing that sounds scientific. They're like, uh, it has a one percent chance. Like that doesn't sound science enough. Okay, you're right. Point four one percent chance. That's how they know that I really diligently looked at this. And it's like, yeah, won't anybody ask about the thousands of fucking uh, asteroids and meteors that hit the planet all the time that are that size that just become shooting stars? Yeah, but this one's the day before the election. Yeah, yeah that, this one's important. You can go, there's <laughs> a meteor shower happening somewhere on the planet all any night, at any night of the whole week. You guys realize that, right? Like, so, so, so why wait, is this if, if we If we damage the ozone further, we won't have anything to protect us from these, uh, these yeah. meteor showers. They won't burn up in the atmosphere, and they'll... Uh, They'll they'll crash into the earth and destroy us and our uh, homes and cities and farms and uh, families. What if that's the that's, real reason uh, you can't go to Antarctica? The ozone, right? Yeah. What if that's the real reason you can't go to Antarctica? Is because there's a hole in the ozone and it's just letting meteors drop down like it's a fucking cataclysmic <laughs> Final Fantasy spell. That, that's what's happening to uh, the you know all the fresh water frozen there, right? Yeah, that's where we're getting all that Mars water. But actually, even more, <laughs> this is the one that I want to talk about more than anything. Oh yeah, NASA's speaking of water. Big, big discovery, guys. NASA's Sophia discovers water on sunlit surface of the moon. If you don't know what Sophia is, it's uh <laughs> it's a fucking plane with a telescope mounted to it. That their Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy. Excuse me very much. Okay, so what I would like to ask is do, do you guys even have any idea what the strongest telescope theoretical zoom is for like a telescope that you can buy which mind you would be like a twenty thousand dollar telescope what is it no i yeah i like 600 like 600 x and that's a theoretical measure and that's only if there was absolutely no obstruction like that's what would you would see as a zoom if you could get like leave our atmosphere so if you leave our atmosphere and then look at the moon through the strongest theoretical zoomed telescope, you could maybe theoretically see 600x. Well, well, but this this particular telescope was a uh, 45,000 feet up in the atmosphere, so there's a uh, hardly any visual disruptions from water vapor. Yeah, you're right. So except I read. there is one. There is one obstruction though. Uh, how many telescopes can you fucking uh, see a clear picture focused on anything when you're going 300 miles an hour on a Boeing? Okay, like, so just yeah, so you know, we are we're flying around at 300 miles an hour, and then you're taking pictures of the moon allegedly on this telescope, which now you you have the technology for Hubble, which you can launch a telescope to the moon and just. Look at it through binoculars if you if you'd like and live stream the <laughs> shit. But they don't do that. And we've like you no, know, we have a Boeing seven forty seven that flies around with a telescope mounted on it, and you and the, it's so strong. 
that they can see what this article equates to 12 ounces of either H2O or hydroxide. It's either water or hydroxide. They can't tell that yet, but it's about 12 ounces of it, and they see it from a quarter million miles away. Please tell Wait, me. They're only, they're only 1,200 ounces water in the whole Sahara Desert. So, so I had read it initially as one one hundredth of uh, all the water in the Sahara Desert. They're only 1,200 ounces. Yeah. Who knows what they're talking about when they what, see that. They, what is that, like 200 gallons or something, or is uh, 100 gallons? I don't know the conversion. It might be 2.2, but um, I think that's pounds and and kilograms. But anyway, it, it's, it's not so a lot. Asinine. It's literally oh oh excuse you. I was thinking fluid. I, ounces, I mean um, a, a plane a plane burns through 1,200 uh, ounces of jet fuel in like what like a minute and a half. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why NASA needs such a big budget to fly Sophia around. They can't launch them into space. Right now. <laughs> So you're, say, you're saying, although there's no oil on the moon, it is it, it could be feasible to have a, uh, a water-powered jet plane to uh, transport you fe- uh, from, from the light side of the moon to the dark side of the moon to visit your in-laws or however we colonize this, uh, this moon. Yeah, you can just go up and drink moon. Well, one moon. Bo- there's one bottle of moon water. You can go up and drink it, bring it back to Earth, piss it out in, on Earth, and you're good. We have solved the water crisis. No, it's, it's fucking insane. Like, people believe that this is really what's happening. It, and I, here's the thing. They've been no, taking... Really, I saw this headline so so many places. Like, every... Oh, God. Yeah, this, is this, a this story was spread everywhere. Seeing, I don't care if you put the word infrared there, okay? How is it seeing, from a quarter million miles, it's seeing a 12-ounce pile of water or hydroxide... On one point on the moon, at 300 miles an hour in the air, why do people believe this is happening? There is no evidence of this other than they said it. That's it. It's the only evidence well, is that they claimed that they did it. I, I, I love the, it's either water or, what was the other chemical? HO, hydroxide. Hydroxide, it's like... Mm, so it's either HO or yeah. H2O. We, we can't see that second more. H molecule. We're not, our telescope needs to be at least two times bigger to see one extra hydrogen molecule. Did, did they say uh, ha- what, did, what it would take to actually clarify that? So, so but, what I'm reading right here is that uh, uh, spectroscopy-wise, they have the same specific wavelength, uh, H2O and HO, so like it's uh, with their uh, their detection methods, they, they can't differentiate. They would have to go there and, you know... Here, here it is. Prior to, the it, Sof- I guess. prior to the Sophia observations, we knew there was some kind of hydration said Casey Hannibal, the lead author who published the results from her graduate thesis work at the University of Hawaii. What? University of Hawaii? It's some graduate student. But we didn't know how much, if any, was actually water molecules like we drink every day or something more like drain cleaner. Oh, it might be Drano. Uh, (laughs) What are they talking about? Like, everyone stop believing in NASA. Everything they do is bullshit. Everything. It's all bullshit. And the only evidence right, that are... anything that they're saying is real is that they just go, no, we just trust us. It's real. They don't ever provide evidence of any of this. It's insane. 
Uh, I mean, uh, I I agree because I think that all, all all of NASA's funding is money which could be much better spent. Uh, for for example, uh, retrofitting buildings with uh, environmental environmentally friendly appliances and um, utilities, uh, uh, possibly um, you know investing in uh, solar and wind energy. Uh, what's, what's that? What's that look, Bob? I'm, I'm Jesus Christ! Just keep going, keep going. I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> I want to hear your. Sorry, I don't. I don't have the list of uh, Green New Deal points up right yeah. now. I, uh, okay. <laughs> the money we give NASA would literally be better spent if we went to the bank, got it in stacks of hundreds, and burned it as kindling to keep somebody warm for a couple hours. Like that would be a better use of the money. It is nonsense. It is a fucking lie we've been propagating for sixty years now. Well, the first 10, they probably really were trying to get to the moon. But for 50 now, we've been just propping up a lie at the cost of one and a half to 2% of the fucking gross domestic product of the country. So we've spent an entire year of the GDP in total on NASA. An entire year of everything we fucking produce has gone to NASA. And what do we have to show for it? The shittiest home video of astronauts fucking playing golf on the moon and pretending to jump on fucking trampoline wires. Like, are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? (laughs) Fuck yeah, dude. America. Yeah. It's it's I mean, that money was going to get laundered and spent into, like, corporate, you know, know, or, like, uh, government bureaucracy in the first place. So it's like, whatever. At the end of the day, it's whatever. That's just how they do it. That's how they launder the money. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, <laughs> if somebody if is making a shit funding, ton of money off of this, if we cut the funding, our Russia's video might have looked slightly better than ours. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're the claimation <laughs> of the one guy that goes out there and like he uh the, yeah the first spacewalk whatever that Russian dude's name was is the one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It's like stopgap animation. It's so shitty. <laughs> like oh no, this is really a guy floating around up there. Okay. Uh, that's it. That's okay. all I have for NASA. It's just Sophia. Look at how stupid Sophia is. If anybody has time, it's it's what the Hubble has always been—a big telescope on a plane that takes some images, and then ninety-nine percent of the images you get, like when you get this really awesome constellation, it's like purple and pink, and there's like a supernova over here and they say that, you know, oh, this is Hubble looking 300 billion light years into the past and the edges of the universe. All of that is just an artist's rendition. It has nothing to do with a telescope. There's no telescope that does that, not even theoretically. Even this one's like 106 yeah. inches. Theoretically, it's like 2,000% zoom, this one could be. It's still yeah. that would be like still looking at a bottle of water from a hundred miles away and being like, oh, I think that's water. Wait, might be hydroxide. Not sure. Well, so they <laughs> they mounted it on a plane though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm looking at a picture and like they they didn't. It's the, it's it's just a plane. Like the doors open and you can see through that the telescope or like a little uh the satellite dish thing. Yeah, it's mounted like a fucking uh, machine gun, like a 50 cal in a Vietnam War movie on the side of Alabama. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Just really snapping them moon shots. Probably playing uh, <laughs> Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> Classy. I got that reference. That same song that's in every <laughs> Vietnam movie, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, Fortunate Son. God, I was, that was the song I was trying to think. It's play, they're blasting Fortunate Son, taking moon shots. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so uh, water on the moon not as exciting as it uh, may seem. Or is real? Lands. Or is real? It's just a fiction. It's made up in their. It's made up in that that too. Into your brain. Sorry. Oh, we have that World Economic Forum now too, making their bold predictions. This is one of the most infuriating things oh, I've ever witnessed in my entire God. Life. This. I can't wait to go through this step by step with you guys. It's just stop after each point because I, I we have to narrate it too. I'll narrate it as you play it. Please. All right. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna hit play now. Well, full screen that shit for me. I can't read. Oh, okay. It. Sorry. I'll go back just a little bit. Eight Full predictions, guys, for 2030. We're almost there. Ten years. You'll own nothing, and you'll be happy. Whatever you want, you'll rent, and it'll be delivered by drone. Pause. Cut. Uh, a, fuck you. <laughs> I will definitely not be happy if you take all the shit I own. Um, so <laughs> you can come try. And then B, if I'm <laughs> renting it, who the fuck am I renting it from? And yeah, exactly. The, the one one world government. It's uh, effectively a um, responsibly uh, managed community collective fund. Oh, and and by the way, when drones start delivering my shit from Amazon, uh, it's time to shoot all drones. I'm, I'm going to start just blasting them down. I got lots of buckshot, and those drones are going to get fucked up. Shoot all drones. I feel like we don't. Do we even need drones for delivering stuff? No. Uh, anyways, I can get stuff like same day or eight by eight a.m. the next morning, uh, easily. Yeah. No, we're not. I'm not living in that dystopian hellhole where drones are delivering all of the stuff that I'll rent with my no ownership of anything. And what's this? You'll be happy. Isn't that the most insane thing you've ever ever read in your entire life? Like, what level of propaganda? That's a that high well, level of propaganda. They, they had to tie that in because it's like, uh, uh, if you're going to tell someone that in 10 years, you, you'll own nothing and you'll have to rent everything that you use or consume, like, they have to, like, qualify that with, don't worry, you'll be happy about it, too. Like, you'll have a big smile on your face, like, just like the guy that they showed in the video. Like, the guy's just in there, he's like, I'm so happy. Oh, like, he looked like <laughs> the biggest homo I've ever seen with the biggest <laughs> shit-eating green. He, just looked like, he looked like a like the gayest dude he just got out of the bathhouse and the biggest smirk on his face. And I'm like, I know what that guy did. He wasn't renting. Don't worry. Don't worry, Goyam. You've been uh, paying off your car your car for four and a half years, but you're you'll still be happy when we rip that from you. You make a payment for it every month for the rest of your life. Yeah, and payment based on <laughs> what? Like, if I don't own anything, do I not own currency? How do I rent? What are you even talking about? What's model? Yeah, do I? Do I rent money? Yeah. We'll just have uh, zip cars and public transportation. And, uh, you know, you'll you'll just, you'll work for, you'll have your government issued Amazon job. And that'll be your your, uh, return to what you're giving back to society. uh, For all that they've given you. Yeah, absolutely insane. So number two, the U.S. won't be the world's leading superpower. You can play it. That would be helpful to to read the next part. Sorry, Thanks, can't Bob. even see my fucking... A handful of countries will dominate. Okay, wait, pause. Are these simple? Okay. 
So the U.S. So this is targeted to, to Wait, U.S. Can we go with what the flags were that they were saying? I think it was just eight Israeli flags. Uh, <laughs> Almost. <laughs> the the one in the very center is uh, Turkey. Turkey, yeah, I see yeah, Turkey. That's, yeah, that's, and, that's like the one I recognize. Uh, what's that blue? Is that like Colombia? The blue, yellow, red one? Going from left to right, oh, vertical no. stripes. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's not, is that That's Armenia, probably just a picture maybe? taken outside the UN or whatever. This yeah, is yeah, brutal. I, I only know flags if I've played their teams in FIFA. Like that's like <laughs> that's how I know country flags. Probably better than me. Yeah, I don't recognize one on the left at all, or the one as, next to oh, that. As the world superpower, we don't need to know all these flags. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so basically, what the who, okay? Who determines the handful of countries? Why won't U.S. be uh, a superpower? And like, and I, I don't, yeah. I don't even hundred percent care if the U.S. is a superpower. To be honest, but. Um, yeah, that, okay. So it's getting you prepared for, uh, we're not going to make the U S dollar, the global standard anymore. We're moving to some kind of uh, one world government, uh, nightmarish digital dollar. Okay. I can see that propaganda from a thousand miles away. Number three, <laughs> you won't die waiting for an organ donor. Oh, yeah. This one is, like, the only thing that might happen. We won't transplant organs. We'll print new ones instead. Well, okay. Well, I take that back. Uh, I what's, take that back the technology because, at? Well, I don't know. You, you'll probably need a shitload of stem cells for that, so... No, no. It's they like... can make, uh, They'll probably be able to make hearts and stuff out of, like, plastics that can, like... Yeah, as long as they can figure out maybe. how your body won't reject it, you know? Um, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. Once they figure that part out... Yeah. If, if we improve uh, uh, vaccines and healthcare around the world, we may have access to more stem cells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Specifically well, 10 to 15% more in case you're wondering. <laughs> okay. Like, th this is slowly turning into, uh, what, what was it, uh, the Wachowski sisters movie, uh, Jupiter Ascending, where, like, they just, like, harvest an entire planet full of, like, living beings and just use the stem cells to, like bathe in it and they return to like their proper like youngest form <laughs> like are, are we just like borrowing china's like uh china's organ harvesting uh black market model basically for, yeah so okay the third one is they're gonna UN. print all our organs you know what this honestly translates to right now the first two are to piss you off and then now they're like they gotta add in some super sciencey shit to that be like no no it's gonna be better you. Yeah, it's going to be, no, it's gonna be better. They're, we're going to be able to print all your organs. It's fine, guys. It's fine, fine. Now I'm going to piss you off again, but I had to add one Jetsons-like thing in here. Well, no, it, it's, it's so they can replace your liver when all the opioids kill your liver. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. You'll eat much less meat. Well. <laughs> uh, okay. Well. I doubt it, but... I, I don't know why that... I don't know why that's on the list, but... <laughs> yeah, really. You'll eat much less meat. An occasional treat, not a staple, for the good of the environment and our health. Okay, uh, uh, how does eating red meat... meat specifically, the picture red meat is, like, the best thing for you. And if you remember from uh, the week Bob was away, um, the, the especially um, cattle, but livestock have a lesser, uh, at least methane emission um, impact, the impact than crops. So, like, th this is just complete lies. Okay, A. No shit. Oh, you guys hey, cover some yeah, hot I'll, topics. I'll share the plot yeah. with you. Hey, 
Methane. But if you think that cow farts are going to destroy the planet, you're too stupid to make a decision on anything. Don't just don't get involved <laughs> in conversation. You know what? This system's for you. If you think cow farts are going to destroy the planet, this is the system you need to be in. You need to be babysat at all times. Rent all your shit from Rena Center. Be on uh, like some kind of UBI, and we just put you in a home away from all the normal people. I agree. And, I concur. Yeah, oh, and it, yeah, and also, I'm never going to be told what to what to eat by the people that brought us the food pyramid for the last seventy years. They're not in charge of what yes. I eat. If anything, these people that think that there should be some bureaucratic organization in charge of your diet are out of their fucking minds. If there's one thing that everyone, no matter what your partisan shit, like bipartisan or anything, everyone should agree that you should be able to be autonomous over your own body. We got to get really get back to that one. Where you can put in or out of what you want, you can put in your body whatever you want. No one has control over that but you. For good or bad. That's insane, an insane precedent to say, oh yeah, no, we'll decide your diet. Holy shit. Right. I find that like so weird. Like I remember like one of Ron Paul's excuse me, old arguments is he's like, Well, if we have like national health care for our government, he goes What's it to say? He's like, we already have like laws on the books that are justified because if you get injured, then that costs taxpayer money. So we made that thing illegal by getting injured by that thing. He's like, so by that same logic, we could say if we're paying for your health insurance, well, we can just put you on a diet too because we're paying for your health insurance. We don't want to pay more, so everyone needs to go on a state mandated diet. And it's like, well, it's coming. The the state's like, (laughs) the state's notoriously bad at coming up with diets too. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> and it's, uh, I mean, look at their, it's, uh, which, which, who do we want to subsidize? Who, or who, who's like, uh, whose pocket are we in? Which the, you know, agricultural product is paying us more today? Uh, is it by Procter and Gamble or, you know, whatever. Monsanto or General Mills. Yeah, of course. It's, uh, it's crazy to think that they would do this effectively for anybody. I mean, they're like right now, they're telling healthy people that the healthiest thing they can do is to self-isolate like you're in some kind of, uh, you know, when they put, when, what is it called when they put people in jail, like when they put them in uh, isolation? Is it just called isolation? What is it when they put them in isolation for? Yeah, it's just isolation. Yeah, I think it's just isolation, yeah. Okay, so they put them in isolation for a week. Like that, they're telling you that that's the healthiest thing you can do is to isolate yourself as much as possible and not go outside unless you absolutely need to, which is... How long in isolation would you have to be in before you went insane? Like I'm just asking you that. It's not even rhetorical. Uh, should, should we fund? A, should we fund a study? Uh, yeah, let's like, make... so the science. So the science can tell us. I don't know. Look, look at any like national hero, like uh, Chelsea Manning or uh, Julian Assange. People that have <laughs> uncovered government conspiracies <laughs> and been forced into isolation, whether in prison or in an embassy for like most of their lives at this point. So, yeah, they're still doing yeah. fine, right? Oh, yeah, they're doing great. And Julian Assange looks top notch. Last time I saw him, when he was getting dragged out of yeah. the Peruvian embassy, that's the last time I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, they're recommending something that you would go literally insane from within a month. That's what they're recommending. So, like, I don't uh, want them telling me what my uh, what to do for my health. That's crazy. So, all right, let's keep going with the list. Well, what's number five? 
Number five. Hit okay. boy. He hates it so much. <laughs> a billion people will be displaced by climate change. Oh, let we'll have to do a better job at welcoming and integrating refugees. Okay, hold on. Let's where uh where are we gonna what? integrate them to? Let me guess. Into the big cities, of course. They have to come to America. They definitely won't go to Israel. <laughs> they won't. Where, where won't they go and where will they go? Let's play the guessing game. Let me guess. They all have to come to America. Who's we? Are, are they going to go to Japan? Yeah, who's, well, are, is it's, Japan going to take world. them in? Aaron, Aaron, we're in this together. We need to... It's not just, you know, Japan or America or... France or Greece. No, no, it's we're all in this together. So whoever has the means to take them in. And America is a land of plenty. America is a ma- land of natural resources. And if we are able to finally get these carbon emissions under control, then we may be able to provide a safe home for these refugees. You know what? But you know what actually displaces refugees more than anything? Bombs. Wars. Bombs. Yeah. yeah, we we bombed the fuck out of their countries, and then that creates wait, a bunch I, of pissed off refugees. Wait, oh wait, are are there are there like any uh, climate displaced or uh, well, okay, sorry, uh, rising seawater displaced refugees right now? No, no, obviously not. The only time that they can say it's a climate change is if like a hurricane or a typhoon comes wa- wipes something out, like a forest fire or something like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, see what look what climate change climate did change. to displace these people. Those never happened before 1920. You guys don't realize that the biggest cause of refugees, or the influx of refugees in 2030 isn't going to be from wars anymore in 2030. It's literally going to be from climate change. All... <laughs> so I can't even finish. I know. It's so, it's so <laughs> asinine. You need to work on that, Bob. You know, how you, change, you know what the quickest way to change the climate is? Drop drop 60 billion dollars worth of missiles right in their backyard it changes the climate real quick it's real hot yeah. oh yeah it, oh here oh number six this is great you're right polluters, nuclear power is dangerous <laughs> sorry go on <laughs> polluters will have to pay pay to emit carbon dioxide this is the whole the, thing guys carbon tax yep they're pushing for a carbon tax that's the whole point that's the whole that's Wait, do we already have one or has it just been proposed for years uh, certain places have it, like France. That's why okay. the French. That's why the yeah. French have been revolting for like a year. They really no, remember, remember too, like the the French got rid of a bunch of their uh, nuclear power, like supposedly to uh, be more green or f- follow whatever their stupid Paris Accord uh, climate accord uh, rules were, and they're paying a bigger car- bigger carbon tax because they have like so much more, so many more emissions uh, with without uh, with less nuclear power well the thing i'm really excited for is if i i hope that france keeps going the way it's going because the one thing that french people are good at besides being uh i don't know arrogant and unpleasant to be around <laughs> yeah. uh is that they're awesome at chopping off leaders heads they, they have like mastered that they've done it so many times they're like i don't care if it's just a 14 year old girl she has a crown on her head chop like we're gonna uh, see it was a teacher and uh the this teacher had uh, drawn representations of Muhammad or something. Oh, yeah. I guarantee you that story is a false flag, but we'll leave that for another time. I, I don't think I, that I love- happened at all. People were justifying that because he posted the picture of Muhammad, and the people who aren't even Muslim were saying, it was like, yeah, but because he posted the picture of Muhammad, it means that he was a bigot, and we shouldn't be mourning the death of a bigot. <laughs> Oh my like, god, these people are <laughs> I don't even Christ. think that anyone died, dude. I think that's a fake that's a fake story. 
because the news does that. They set up fake stories. I bet you could not find me proof that that actually happened. I don't know. I'll find you the head. I'll, I'll find you the head, Aaron. I'll bring Francis- it on next week's episode. <laughs> Do oh it. God. I was like, France has been in some some pretty tight shit recently. I don't know. They've they've had like nonstop riots for like three years. Well, as soon as coronavirus stopped, uh, they you know all the Muslim uh, bombings stopped because you know terrorists that are going to suicide bomb themselves, uh, they were they're really afraid of the virus. So yeah, I mean you don't want to you don't want to die and you don't want to blow up and be sick at the same time. Come on. So all those bombings stopped. So they had to, you know, they had to throw one little Muslim extremist story in there randomly just to make sure you know that they're still scary too. Let's go on to seven. Let's see what seven is on this. God, I hate this list so much. There will be a global price on carbon. I'm made of carbon. <laughs> you can be preparing to go to Mars. Here's their next Jetson thing. Scientists will have worked out how to keep you healthy in space. The start of a journey to find alien life. Pause. Oh, yeah. So, no, no. The, the locking us inside uh, without being able to, like, uh, do anything, move, see people. That is our space experience. That, that's just preparing us for our journey to Mars. Oh, dude. It's, no one's going to Mars. No one. No, no one's going to Mars, guys. Not, no one is. You're not going to Mars. Your kids ain't going to Mars. Your grandkids ain't going to Mars. No one's going to Mars. I promise you. That's just some Jetson shit to be like, see how much more advanced we are with our gay communist propaganda system where there's a car- a global price on carbon. A planet that's literally red. Everything is made of carbon here, guys. Everything. Yeah, the, the, how people talk about emissions or how uh, outlets like this talk about emissions is uh, retarded. It's always a carbon tax. It's It's crazy. There's not enough taxes. It's, it's some guy in the government's like, actually, if we can do a carbon tax, we can raise our revenue by 2.3%. And it's that's how they operate. All right, last one. Let's let's find out what what this really wraps up with. Western values will have been tested to the breaking point. Okay. Checks and balances that underpin our democracies must not be forgotten. Oh, yeah, no, we're real good at those checks and balances. Yeah, the Constitution is just really upheld all the time, and just, we're, we're sick at that. Yeah, I know. We're already on that part, so that already came true. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that one's probably, like, the most insane one, and it's, like, Western values is, like, being put to the limit. It's, like, what Western value exactly is, like, causing all, like, these problems that, that you want to, like, fucking tear down? Or are you going to force the rest uh, of the world with Western uh, Eurocentrism, oh, uh, cisgenderism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just a, that was just a, a crazy uh, pro-communism, pro pro global warming ad. That's what that was. It wasn't a prediction. It was it was a it was a propaganda ad for communism and global warming. The end. Uh, Thanks, okay. World Economic for- the Forum. I'm I'm glad you're so great at making predictions. I- <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who's like behind like this prediction making too, and like what theory crafting like went like went into it. You know, it's like how how Wait, would what? one person go and verify such like theory crafting behind like these specific predictions? I don't know. Like, we'll get our best team released? of unfuckable girls with purple mohawks on no. the case and see what predictions Wait. they can come up with. 
This one was from 2017. Um, I'm pretty sure this this prediction or this meeting no, agenda or whatever it, it came out of. Right. It's literally Josh, just a BuzzFeed Josh, listicle Josh. made by an intern. Sorry, what? It's not from 2017. That was the next video. Oh, 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 I'm an idiot. <laughs> it was from last week. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> it was literally from last week. Oh, okay. My yeah. bad. I was like, uh-oh, oh, sees uh, this, whatever, serial season one, the alibi. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So um, <clears throat> the, the other week we talked about science and uh, some, some potential flaws with how science is currently c- currently conducted in, uh, in, in our world. Um, what are some takeaways that, uh, that you two had from that, that particular discussion? Wait, which one? What are you talking about? Was, about science and like scientific research being bad. Thing. Oh, just science like, being completely infallible and altruistic and perfect in every way. Oh yeah, and they just always happen to come to the conclusion that makes who's ever paying for the study the most money. And uh, yeah, great. oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, okay, yeah, basically. So, uh, so some inconsistent, some inconsistencies with science. Let's say. Uh, so if we can't necessarily necessarily trust science how it's conducted right now. What is our recourse for knowing things in this world? Recourse for knowing things? Uh, fucking putting in the work yourself and doing the fucking research, you goddamn morons. Not that even, just sounds like more science. A lot of time, yeah, you're just looking at more, more <laughs> shitty science. No, I mean, like, do, like well, uh, if you look at the research and can tell from, like, their method, methods and means and, like, the data that's, like, in it and understanding that data, like, you should be able to tell pretty easily if that's, like, if that study is valuable or not. You should. Okay, I, that, I wish you could, um, I wish you could see who paid, like, where the grants came from. Like, that should be the title page <laughs> of every study. Be. No, because, like, I agree. Every time I ever get, like, uh, especially, what was it, um, research done on, like, climate change and stuff like that, all I get is, like, an abstract that doesn't have any information on it. It just tells you, like, the abstract and, like, what the conclusion was, and that's all they have on, like, this page. And I'm sitting there, like, what the what the fuck is this? I don't even know how they set up this this test to come up with, like, this this information here. I don't know what they did to come up, like, with the with the data the data is not even here i don't know what i'm supposed to be looking at other than taking the word of this fucking piece of shit researcher that's like on this on this paper yeah for all you know a study doesn't even exist from like what they actually show you with evidence like there's no evidence they don't show you evidence (laughs) anymore for any of their claims you just get a list of claims and then claims that this is how many people verified that claim it's like yes this is the claim and 95 percent of scientists agree with this claim like ninety five percent of what scientists? Ones on your payroll? What are you talking about? What, <laughs> you didn't you didn't ask all the scientists which scientists? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you two have trouble uh, trusting experts. Yeah. Well, would that be fair to say? Sure, sure. If that's <laughs> well, that's I, what I, it seems like you're leading us down that path. Let's let's go with that. <laughs> oh god, I have trouble yeah. believing experts or trusting experts. <laughs> what would be a solution to that, Josh? I mean, of course, the, the follow-up question to that is, how, how well do you trust yourself? Implicitly, obviously. I, I wouldn't if I was somebody. anybody else. If I was somebody else, yeah. I wouldn't trust myself, because most people are fucking idiots. But just yeah. me specifically, yeah, I'm pretty much... I'm like Jesus with prettier eyes. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Bob, Bob, how about yourself? How how trustworthy would you consider yourself? Uh, I mean, like, in what perspective? Like, do I constantly lie to myself kind of thing? Like, in, in like, regards like, to, like, my um, own perspective or... You know, if I'm trying to like better myself, am I just being like, oh, I did like three push-ups today. Like, I'm totally fine. I'm totally healthy. Like, no, I trust myself pretty well. I give myself. I mean, like, like as, you know, as a, a reliable narrator run. sort of thing. Yeah. Too. Like, how how uh, what's your memory? What's your memory like? Oh, like, I have do pretty, you remember? Say, I have a pretty we, sharp memory, and I'm autistic enough to be uh, more objective than like the average person. Okay. Uh, uh what yeah. what were our topics we talked about last week? Do, do you remember those? <laughs> uh no i was also kind of drunk real for last sharp, episode. Real sharp <laughs> well <laughs> oh, god damn that's awesome yeah okay yeah Be- being crossfaded and, and drunk and stuff like that yeah so i don't know what you want me to say uh, okay uh what's can, can you name what you had for lunch like uh one or two days last week uh yeah. i assume you're sober for lunch yeah like in and out uh i had a uh, ham sandwich one one day yeah we're talking about okay, like there we go Okay. Okay. Let's uh let's let's play this uh, intro clip here. Asshole asking me what I remember when I was drunk and stoned. <laughs> Fucking you hate forgot you. something from <laughs> one week ago though. With that well, yeah, I mean, memory. I my memory's dog shit, so I would never make that claim. Yeah, but yeah, well I'm sober during work and I remember like just about everything that happens at work, so <laughs> anyway. Okay. Bob Bob roll the clip. Oh, you want me to play this one? Okay. Yes, yes, please. And that is, it's really hard to account for your time in a detailed way. I didn't I mean. hear you. How'd you get to work last Wednesday, for instance? Drive, walk, bike? Was it raining? Are you sure? Did you go in any stores that day? If so, what did you buy? Who did you talk to? The entire day, name every person you talked to. It's hard. Now imagine you have to account for a day that happened six weeks back. Because that's the situation in the story I'm working on. Which a bunch of teenagers. Okay. Okay. Can you, can you play the second uh, second clip too? Uh, in, in like a minute and a half from there. Yeah. That's Tyler. He's eighteen. I asked my nephew Sam. He's eighteen too. Not a clue. Uh, in school, probably. I would be in school. Um. Actually, I think I worked that day. No, yeah, I worked that day, and I went to school. That was about it. Actually, on second thought, I don't think I went to school that day. You don't think you went. Yeah, no, I didn't. I definitely didn't. Here's Sam's friend, Elliot. He seemed to have better recall. Actually, I may have gone to the movies that night later. Do you remember what you saw? Now that I'm thinking. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I saw 22 Jump Street. Okay. And did you go with friends? Yes. I went with Sam and Sean, Carter, a bunch of people. Wait, Sam, my, my nephew, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay, so Sam says he was at work. Oh, then it wasn't that night then. <laughs> so, so it's a similar amount of questioning to what I did with Bob. That just said, to, to show um, a, a very you know easy uh, but stark example of how um, we may not be the most uh, reliable narrators, or uh, you know the maybe not, may not be able to trust our own memories or ourselves that much. Yeah, but you're talking what about you you're talking about generic remembering of mundane time passing as opposed to a specific event that you're trying to recall because like i remember specific things about the shitty horseshoe tournament that like i have it burned into my memory 
and, uh, Wordna not being able to throw a horseshoe, even <laughs> though he's by far the biggest, strongest fucking oaf there, and not literally <laughs> not having the capability of throwing a horseshoe. I have that burned into my mind, and that happened, shit, like, how many months ago now? Is July 4th weekend? Like, that was four months ago, and I remember that, like, perfectly. So, like, it depends on what you're talking about. Like, I don't remember what I ate yesterday, but I remember every secret bomb location in regular Nintendo Zelda. And I haven't played that shit in 20 years. Like, it just depends on what it is. So, anyways, keep going before I shit on your point. That's what a lot of the research and memory has shown, really, that specific events or, like, lists of items or locations and whatnot are, of course, you're going to remember much better than, um, you know, than your daily mundane life. Uh, but um, I'll ask you too. Are you, are you familiar with the uh, false memories? I mean, are they just were yeah, kind of yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm familiar yeah. with it. Where you think something happened, but it didn't. Uh, pretty much, or it happened like uh, it happened in a different way. Um, it's kind of based on a, a leading question or uh, someone manipulating your memory. So, so say like if I were to talk to you about a Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Times and the locations of uh, various things in a dungeon, and if I were to kind of uh, you know try and convince you uh, or uh, like ask questions or talk to you in a way in which um, you know, uh, saying something is where it's not. Like, there was a chest uh, in this room with a sculptural spider, and there wasn't actually uh, that I could convince you. You could make a memory in my real. head of actually that I could build that room in my head, basically. Yes, yeah, pretty yep. much. Okay, I gotcha. To be fair, I said re- uh, all the bomb locations in regular Nintendo Zelda, so it'd be easier for Ocarina. Oh, excuse me. As well. <laughs> I was coming up with a more, uh, uh, you know, my generation example. Let's say, yeah, yeah, he doesn't even know what Brigham Nintendo is. Fucking young kid over here. Goodness, um, Bob, can you play the uh, the the Loftus clip at the the seven fifty eight? And so, what these studies are showing is that when you feed people misinformation about some experience that that they may have had. Hold on, I'm going to ask a quick question here, because one of these videos <laughs> is living with dyslexia. Are you fucking dyslexic? Because you, you listed the last timestamp, you listed the last, like, name in the fucking title of the video. All right, I'm done. I, I don't even want an answer to that. Not Fuck that you I'm guys. aware, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go, going You on. can <laughs> distort or contaminate or change their memory. Well, out there in the real world, misinformation is everywhere. We get misinformation not only if we're questioned in a leading way, but if we talk to other witnesses who might consciously or inadvertently feed us some erroneous information, or if we see media coverage about some event we might have experienced. Yeah. That's why we need Jack Dorsey to save us. We need Jack Dorsey in there to get rid of all the misinformation. Yeah, exactly. How how in our modern day might misinformation and science uh, come into conflict, and uh, we we might get you know uh, the false impression of what actually is going on in the world? Because they're bought and paid for, and or <laughs> or they've literally it's run by somebody who's been propagandized to that knows something in their heart, like they know it to be true, and it's been complete. It's actually completely false. Like there's people that believe in a lie their whole life, and then they're operating like that lie is truth. So they're not even being dishonest and they're already like operating off of a false premise. Yeah. Uh, the scientists are you saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, so, it's not always like malicious. It's not like it's not like there's a sneaky guy with a bag of money with behind every scientist. It's a lot of times it's just like stuff you learned. Like you know, somebody that thinks that fossil fuel is dinosaur blood and it's going to run out any second now, and then the oceans are going to swallow up everybody near the coastline and all the icebergs are melting and all the polar bears are dead. You know, it's it's they believe it and they're wrong on every level right there. Like, but, they, but what, what if that's how that's how it gets spread? Uh, but what what if in this uh, in this case that uh, leaving something false uh, and and convincing other people of this false thing actually has a a positive outcome? Uh, like, such as uh, if we you know it, it's good if we have cleaner air and less uh, less carbon emissions. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, and, you can just say I would like clean air and clean water because I'm a hundred percent for that. You don't say. We need clean air and clean water because it would like the penguins will all die when the ice all melts and we're swallowed by water. Like you don't have to say the lie to to say the thing that you want to get out of it. And it's it's like this is how ends justify the means arguments start. By the way, this is how Thanos starts. He's like, well, if there were less people, there would be cleaner air and water and more food to go around. And then he. Snaps his finger, you know, then the snapping happens and half the universe is dead. So no, ends don't justify the means. Say what you actually want to get out of it <laughs> and then try to get people on board with that by being honest. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, that that's good. That um, makes a lot of sense. Uh, now, let's, let's go back to the whole... Um, I guess I want to talk a little bit more about um, memory and how yourself as a, you know, as a reliable source um, compared to all uh, reliable source, no matter how honest you, you think you're being or um, how honest you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No one's a reliable source. I agree. Like no, no one can be that reliable of a source. You're just doing your best by working off of like actually trying to be honest with what you know and what you don't know. And then, you, you, people have to do a lot more building from the ground up, I think. Because you're right. I, I, you are None of us are reliable sources. No one is. Because we all yeah, believe lies right now. We don't even know it. Yeah, how, how reliable are we compared to uh, bought and paid scientists? No better. I mean, no better. Um, I'd rather be wrong and honest. I want some, I would rather have somebody be wrong and not actively lying to me than actively lying to me. But yeah, neither one's probably more correct, but one's a lot more destructive, in my opinion. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, and uh, yeah, I can understand the uh, the wanting to be, um, you know, the honesty over whatever the other side is, um, <laughs> uh, regardless of what the whole uh, you know truth element of that. It's may like or may literally not a bunch of be. fiction writers that are just stealing from you. Like it's like that stupid. At least that Wait, I'm not mean? stealing anything from you. Like I, I'm wrong, but it's not going to lead to anything bad because I'm not like actively trying to steal. So like, you're, the other people are wrong on purpose, and they're also doing it so they can steal from you. Like, okay, one's that objectively makes- worse, even though we both have the capability of being exactly as wrong. If that makes sense. Okay, I, I see what you mean, and um. I, I want to get a bit more to the argument or get, uh, you know, get more towards the arguments that 
no matter how uh, honest or right we possibly can be that uh, there are going to be certain situations in which we uh, just can you know never know for certain without some external uh, external scientific method um, whether or not something we know or remember or recount is going to be uh, accurate. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that. Okay, um, here I'll just uh, I'll continue with the I'll play the the dyslexia clip. Uh, okay. Uh, this guy was emailing me saying that he wanted to employ me for something, and I I something. agreed. I said yes, I'll do this, but I won't talk about it on my channel because I want to keep these things separate. And he said, well, he responded, and I read it as. Yes, we want to employ you for this and we want it on your channel. And I said, no, I'll explain to you why I feel like it would be a conflict in interest. I'm not comfortable with putting it on my channel. I will do this thing that we're talking about doing, but I will not have it on my channel. And it was it was to it was to read a book for their for their um, promotion for it doesn't matter. He responded again and I interpreted it as I want to hire you for this thing that we're discussing. And I want it on your channel. And I thought, what's wrong with this guy? We're going around and I keep telling you, why do you keep, why do you keep pushing for that? I've told you no. And finally, I was ready to just really write back a rude reply. And then I, I stopped myself and I thought, maybe your dyslexia is screwing you again. So I put the email away. I continued my day. I went to sleep that night, woke up the next morning, fresh day, fresh dyslexia. And read the email again. In every one of his emails, he has said, I do not want this on your channel. I'm just asking okay. you for promotion. That's, that's good. And that's uh, the, the point of showing that, too, is um, just the well, dyslexia, apparently, uh, apparently about 15 percent of people are diagnosed with dyslexia. So or some some level of dyslexia. So, um, so something as simple as that and widespread as that can uh, completely ruin communication and uh, our way of uh, the most one of the most basic ways of knowing things uh, just the, the reading and words did you know that, that uh, 90 did you know that 90 percent of people diagnosed with dyslexia are just doing it because it's a good excuse for not being able to read good <laughs> uh, read i honestly well, wouldn't be surprised mean? for a lot of high schoolers yeah oh dude <laughs> like every time that something like shoots way up to a higher than 10 to 15 percent of people have dyslexia and can't they can't read the words in the right order and stuff. Come on. So there are, aren't different I mean, at, at types. A point, Wait, like, hold on. There aren't like different types of dyslexia, are there? Like she was saying, she was like new day, new new dyslexia or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, hers is the dippy bitch type. It's dippy if, bitch if someone, that can't read good. And then sometimes well. there's. <laughs> I, I said it. <laughs> no, no. I said it dumbly on purpose. I know, and and that's my I bit is you. correcting you. <laughs> That's a really annoying bit. From what I understand, there are different degrees and different, uh, like, uh, some different specifics. Like, some people can't read, like, they, they just, their eyes look over italicized te text or something. Or um, so some people, like, mix up order of words or skip over words. Or I, I don't uh, claim to understand it. Or yeah, we used to call those people but... stupid. I, I, like, I <laughs> yeah. actually want to go back I mean, to that, well, like... Oh no, they're just that, dumb. They can't read it if it's in a different font. That's because the, they're yeah, an no, idiot. That's, it's that's literally not having too, is regardless. Like, is, wait, let me get this out. Because it, it, 
from what she's talking about, it sounds like she doesn't have a certain level of focus, like mental focus, to be able to like sit down and like just read what is like right in front of her. You she's know what got I mean? Glasses though, she looks so smart. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it, I, I don't. I don't know what the case would have uh, would have been, whether it's a, a focus thing or um, what exactly how it functioned or how she uh, you know read that wrong. But but regardless, um, even for people who just read poorly. Um, or, or for people who can be diagnosed with something, uh, there, there's a, a big breakdown in communication. And I, I think that's um, uh, that, that can be, you know, on a broader scale uh, uh, translated to, let's just look at the polit- political atmosphere in the U.S. right now and, and how there's such horrible communication uh, between anyone and anything they want to say in any level of nuance, um, whether intentional or not, uh, even if it isn't, in, even if it isn't intentional, there's going there's still problems with communication and problems with people understanding things uh, to where oh, totally. any discourse like breaks down immediately. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, dyslexia, you said there's 15%. What was the percentage of people that don't have an internal monologue either? They, they don't, don't have a percentage. Well, no one's done a study. That's the thing. We don't know yeah, anything that's, that's about not very, other people. We I don't, don't know. We, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's, that's why we don't communicate well, because we don't know things about other people. <laughs> well, we don't know anything. <laughs> We really don't oh, know anything. God. That's why anybody telling you that they know, they're selling you something. They're they're total dickheads. Don't listen to that person. The guy's like, no, no, scientists unanimously agree. We we know with this one, we know. Now buy our product that happens to coincide with this. Stuff. But they're looking at numbers and data and things external to themselves that they yeah. can measure objectively with things like uh, rulers and uh, thermometers. Yeah, you know what happens when you can actually uh, measure it objectively and it's oh, and PCR tests are gone. You make things like cell phones that are magical, magical communication devices. When it's actually testable and repeatable, you actually come up with something that's pretty awesome. When it's not, you have a a former uh, billionaire CEO guy who's been taken to court for making monopolies and fucking people over with software rules and shit, trying to euthanize half of Africa for some reason. That's what you end up with. For some reason. Yeah, I don't, I don't, why? Why does he want to do this? Are you talking about? Are you talking about Zuckerberg? Yeah, no, no, Bill Gates. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Remind. Okay. Zuckerberg just wants to be a real boy like Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally like a He's cyborg. Like... Yeah. Okay, wait, Josh. This is what I have to ask because you always. Yeah, yeah. I never know where the fuck you're going with these. You have like a six-hour setup. <laughs> what is your thesis statement on this? I get that we can't communicate well and we have shitty memories and none of us are reliable sources on information. What's the, the what is the thesis statement on this? So so the thesis statement is uh, anecdotal evidence it's bogus and You're that's bogus. The, the, Fuck the whole you. point <laughs> the, the, the whole point is um, uh, it's an increased level of skepticism of everything, uh, whether it be uh, corporate science or our own personal accounts or whatever. That's 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 kind of the, yeah. the point I'm trying to reach. OK, so I agree. Even the things you think, you know, you should be skeptical of, honestly, until you like test it for yourself. Like I'm skeptical of everything, even the things I think and believe. But like. Uh, the, here's the difference. This is why I'm pro anecdotal evidence. When you're, I made this point just a little earlier, but if you're uh, relying on your anecdotal evidence, no one is actively trying to lie to you to sell you something. That is 
a huge advantage over your standard like guy in a lab coat giving you a nonsense study that you can't replicate and no one else can. So, so what what about the case like some of these uh, false memory studies where it, it's um, eyewitness accounts of crimes having happened and due due to um, some error of mis uh, of error of leading questions, uh, there effectively is someone who is uh, getting you to lie to yourself and lie uh, on the stand to um, indict someone. Or um, well, that's why honestly, if the if the only thing you have is like two people are like, yeah, I mean, you'd hope that the court has better uh like there's more evidence because in that case it's supposed to be off of can you prove the guy did it innocent till proven guilty and if the only thing you have is two strangers that are like yeah i think that was the guy like you'd hope that the justice system would like you know be upheld in that system he'd just be like you'd hope yeah i don't have a lot of faith in that either obviously but like that it's not uh that doesn't still it doesn't mean that anecdotal evidence no one's actively you're not actively lying to yourself and you're not and you're still even in that case you're not actively lying to yourself a you might be being misled like you said and then somebody's actively lying to you um whether they mean to or not and then you're accidentally lying like shit that's still better than what half the you know scientists and stuff are doing to you nowadays I think what Josh is trying to get at is that every everything that's posted online that is that comes from someone's own experience or anecdotal evidence should be counted as disinformation and wiped off the internet entirely. Yeah. Just censor all of it. None of it is reliable. And for the sake of of talking truth to power, we're going to need to censor literally everything that people say. Well, <laughs> oh my God, I could not have said it better myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's why you need to be. That's why you have to figure out what your principles are and you have to actually try to apply your principles and then it doesn't matter when people are Aaron, wrong and lying like we're, we're living in the the we're living in the year that's uh, 10 years away from the uh, you'll own nothing and be happy about it year like do you understand what 2020 is principles are not really something of people's vocabulary and uh general moral understanding oh, of the world right now yeah no that, it's true but that's still the solution the solution really is like it's not figuring out who's the most right it's what does this uh, like so the scientists can go hey guys we got to stop this carbon emission and uh or else the oceans are going to rise up and it's like who's directly harming who like you you have a principle (laughs) or you're like who's is somebody directly being harmed by this well no but by based on our models it might indirectly harm them if some dying down the road it's like eh, i don't care then you can go try to do your study and try to convince people to stop doing the thing that you're afraid of, but you're not allowed to legislate it. Like, that's the whole problem is assuming people are trying to force other people what to do. Like, if you have the principle of, like, uh, everybody should be autonomous over their own body, then that automatically makes things like murder illegal. You know, it's it doesn't matter who's yeah. right at that point. You at least are on the right track. You're never going to be right 100% of the time. So it's not even something we should be striving for. That's stupid. So striving for uh, having some principle behind what you're doing and that that's uh, some sort of ethical standard uh, for living. Yeah, 100%. And as a society, we need to try to agree on that. And and you don't have to have the same principles as me. Like, like you might have a pacifist that's like, I don't think you should have violence 
even if somebody's yeah, trying you can to murder have an you, argument, yeah. then you have your community of pacifists that believe in the same shit you do. That's what you try to build, and you try to convince people to live by that principle, but other people might not. And then you try to find like-minded individuals, and you, you grow from there. That's the only way you can do it. Like, this whole shit about, like, oh, well, uh, some guy in a lab coat predicted the end of the world, so uh, I have to tax you extra if you drive a gas <laughs> a gasoline car. It's like, go away. No, get away from me. There's no principle that that is, that that, there's, there's no principle guiding that. Um, okay. If, there, if somebody's principle is you have to stop any kind of pollution at all costs, like then you're, you know, there, I don't know what principle could even apply to that. That's what I mean more than anything. That's. Yeah, I think you're making a very good argument, and I'm uh, ready to start collecting some more Superman comics to have my kids read so they can learn about truth, justice, and the American way, real principles. Yeah. yeah. But that's a, like what principle applies to, you know, we should carbon tax uh, somebody driving a gasoline car, a gas powered car. There might be a principle that applies to that, but then you have to apply it to other things. And I don't know how oh, many yeah, people the- you're going to get to actually go along with that. So I mean, you're probably if, wrong. if it's an emission, if it's an emission based principle, then you'd be like, oh, if I care this much about missions, that's my number one priority uh, here. I'm going to go uh, invest in or start some infrastructure, uh, change some legislation so that we can have some more nuclear power or um, I'm going to invest in uh, technology or wh- whatever. M- make thing uh, there. There. Are, yeah. If you're going to apply, don't have a double standard. Have you would the, hope that I, we have the you can get behind that entirely. Exactly. You would hope you have the. Uh, the principle of you can't steal from other people. So a uh, an arbitrary tax on a on a uh, product that they use would be just theft. Like that would be direct theft. You can't do that. So if you have this principle where I want to limit emissions down to zero or as close to zero as possible, what can you do? You're not allowed to steal from people. So the the tax isn't a solution. So what's your next solution? It's dev- trying to convince people to develop alternative energy so that you can start eliminating the emissions that way, not by fucking enforcing some arbitrary theft on people for no fucking reason. Like, I don't understand how no one gets that that's the solution. Like, I'm okay with no emissions. No emissions is great. I don't want a dirty-ass city where I can't breathe, and I don't want to be like Beijing. I want to be driving around a Jetsons car that runs on like a like a gram of uranium, you know, for like the next 95 years and I can just shoot off into space. Like everybody wants that, obviously. So we got to start building that. You don't get there by just stealing from people. Going up nuclear power, people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to close, I'm going to close out by responding and letting you know that um, I'd rather spend my energy on rationalizing my inconsistent actions. <laughs> any, uh, any final comments on, Oh, ex- ex- what, what in, that, in what way exactly rational <laughs> yeah, i don't understand what he's saying half the time with his words i i honestly <laughs> i just i just had to nod and say yeah i didn't understand that sentence <laughs> at all it, it's well, like it's confounding like, zoomer speak that i i just assume i'm too rationalizing I'm too your inconsistencies it's like why didn't i remember what we we're talking about last week well i rationalized the fact that i was a little bit drunk it's like <laughs> It's like that makes perfect sense. It's not a rationalization. Oh like, no, that's, that's, yeah, that's not like happened. a rationalization. I'm saying like, uh, <laughs> oh, l- look at me. I'm uh, Mr. 
uh, anti-violence, anti-military, but it's okay to uh, throw a brick at someone who's white, like that that sort of rationalization, because oh, because okay. they're uh, causing more violence through their uh, racist speech. Yeah, yeah. So then they have to make that argument against a principle. So it's like their principle would have to be to actually apply that is I think that violence is okay against specific racial ethnicities. Good, <laughs> good fucking luck getting some a group of people behind that principle. Good luck, but you have to argue it. What's the principle that applies? That like I'm against. I'm only for violence against specific ethnicities. It's like that's insane. Obviously, that's why no one agrees with you because that's the only principle you can apply to in that situation. Aaron, too too smart for uh, the rest of us pointing out what's wrong with Antifa and I, everyone else. I think else. what Aaron is trying to say is it's okay to be white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane to me. Like, it really is, it is about, okay, what principle do you have that allows for that behavior? And now explain it to me. Explain it to me as a principle that you can apply to other situations. If, if it's, no, no, no. Violence is bad in every situation except for this one. You still have to say, okay, what's the principle that makes an exception in this case? And and then apply that to other things. And it's like, that's where you find out that they're insane. Once you've, you dissect it that way and you go, oh, the only principle that would allow for that is that you're okay with racial profiling as far as who you can commit violence against. That's a fucking insane principle. And no one yeah. agrees with that. Le- legal reform, uh, whatever the other one was, and education reform, so kids can uh, think through this themselves. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, oh, I would love. Could you imagine if you got one of that? Just that lesson when you're a kid, as to what is a, a a guiding principle, and when don't just decide on a whim from point to point based on nothing. Could you imagine if they actually had to? They taught people to have a logical consistency in their thought process. And not some like abstract thing like in a philosophy class where oh there's the the Sartre idea where if you uh, uh, morality is based on if you apply this to the rest of the world then um, then it's uh, and and it makes sense then 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 it's okay to do but uh, you know that, that's that's like an abstract you know philosophical idea not in that sense in the sense of actually you know applying it to your everyday life yeah uh, but I mean somebody could have an insane principle that's fine because somebody could say well. I think that there's no afterlife and now I'm so I'm I exist and me dying is the same as the universe exploding. So as long as I'm alive until my death, all of my actions don't mean anything because once I die, it's the same as the universe exploding. So therefore, I can do whatever I can justify doing whatever I want. That is a principle you can. That is a principle that you can live by. I wouldn't recommend it. It goes against a bunch of other ones, so you don't have to agree with the principle. But it is—he makes a, a principled case for why he can just murder people. What, what's the big Lebowski line about the nihilists? Uh, like they don't have an ethos, or something about them not having an ethos. I don't remember, but it, that sounds like Did, a okay. Line. Okay, but okay. That like right, like at least at least he has a logical consistency that he can apply to everything. That guy's a danger to society, obviously, and probably will need to be locked up once he breaks, 
clearly is going to break one of our agreed upon principles as a society, but all of our rules and how we operate has to be based on an actual principle. And it doesn't necessarily be, it's not going to be one you agree with. And if you disagree with a rule that's based on a person's principle you disagree with, what you're allowed to do is convince people that that principle is like immoral or something or why it's a bad principle to follow. And that's your only recourse. You're, you can't just, uh, whatever, because it just opens the door for so much tyranny. Because as long as somebody makes an argument in that on that day that it should be this way, they can impose tyranny upon you. It's so obvious. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, let's talk more about uh, uh, tyranny another night and uh, yeah. close out this episode of OK Hear Me Out. Any uh, final comments about the things we talked about tonight? Uh, I think that's it. Just get ready for the the near future where you won't own anything and you'll be super happy about it, everyone. Just looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the happiness that's going to be granted by a, a non-capitalist society. Yeah. <laughs> I think my final thoughts was that last eight-minute rant, so I think I'm good. Yeah, you, you're good. That's Thanks a good for listening, guys. For <laughs> yeah. Have a good night. <laughs>